We acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land as the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging. See, that's a red flag. <laughs> It's a red flag. Hey, everybody. This is the Waving the Red Flag podcast. This is your boy, CJ, and your girl, uh, what was your name again? Jay. Yes. It's Jay. That one. The letter J. She's not in the fucking studio goddamn again. Not even because of COVID shit, even though that's a clear and present danger. Oh, my God. Just Here comes some women hating. Go ahead. How is it women hating? I don't hate women. You I hate you. It's different. You just have to be a woman. Having a natural experience. Of being a lovely mom, and you're gonna be like, oh, and nobody you know? asked you to have a kid. Yeah, it's no a, one asked it's you a, to a, kid. All right, but fair anyways, enough. Anyway, so okay, so welcome to the podcast, everybody. Blah blah blah. Um, Can I jump in? For- oh, here we go, Kieran. God damn it. Um, yeah, I'm, I swear I'm being good. I left the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I left the kitchen. I just put a kettle on boil. God, but I'm you not can't gonna- shit, Jay. No, all right, fine. God just damn. In my room. Fine. I was we said you could do the podcast from home. Right, I'm no. in the studio. I got a grown man <laughs> whose professional job is audio engineering. <laughs> the whole shit set up so you can be a single mother and do a whole I podcast in the voice, background Jay. of your illustrious life. And you can't wait on a goddamn pot of tea? No, Fuck. I can. I can. It's just cold in my God room. God damn. Get a heater. Pay your bills. Welfare good. queen. Shit. The heater would be too loud. Okay, so fair enough. To be, okay, we you appreciate know. that then. That's fair enough. That's a fair point. We're not running a heater either. We need to get it. We will have a heater in the studio uh, going forward. So when you're in it here, it's going to be freezing toasty. today. It's been like two degrees. Now it's like, what, four to six degrees now. It's been really cold today. That's fucking global warming. It's winter. Uh, yeah, but the winter is worse Melbourne. because of because of uh, of climate climate change. No, it's Melbourne. It's Melbourne. Nah, it's just... the, the, the winter's been different. Bro. We, we get the winter's cold. been hitting different. We're like, we're a couple hours away from Antarctica. Like, it's cold. <laughs> We're a couple of hours away from Antarctica. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're like above Antarctica. Like it's like I mean, isn't everything above Antarctica? Antarctica. That shit on the bottom of Earth. We're like we're like literally like on the shoulders. We're not far from it at all. We're not like we're closer to Antarctica than we are to like Africa or in Melbourne anyway. Okay, fair enough. I know I I know white people lie about the map and shit, so I don't really know where everything is. You know what I mean? Like I know the north and the south and the east and west, but like like that that flat map fucks everything up right 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 like, i don't really I know where that, antarctica yeah. is like are I we would, right like, next to antarctica um you know what let's just while i'm like because africa is mad it is just fucking gigantic apparently and everything else on it the is. map is just wrong flight time melbourne to antarctica our concept of the universe is expanding and shrinking at the same time the Voyager probe has given us just a taste of our present ignorance. How long does Eight that hours, take? Man. That's yeah, that's that's the time to get to like Japan. That's yeah, close. close. But yeah. you you can't go to that's Antarctica though. It's illegal to go to Antarctica. It's like Area Fifty One. You actually no not one wants to go. to go to Antarctica. It's cold. Oh, no, I will go to. Cold. I will go to. No, because see, see, that's that little-minded thinking because Antarctica has some some wild shit under there. What ice? No, like like aliens, research centers, fucking oh like nuclear God, weapons, wow. all that type of stuff. Yeah, they've got Man, biological warfare. All I'm not I'm not bullshitting. Like, like there's a bunch of. It doesn't of, sound like Disneyland to me. They could keep all that over there. You know, what I mean, that sounds like a great place to put things. Um, yeah. See, this is why I'm we, in Melbourne. This is why we don't cold. move forward as black people because we're not involved. We don't in, wanna, you, we're not involved in the in the big shit that's happening. 
Like our oh, world is being yeah, constructed yeah, yeah, by yeah, okay. other forces. Like you can never win an argument if you if the other person can beat your ass. You know what I mean? I'll put it this way. I think as black people, we're actually uh, moving forward in a way that we're not really engaging in the bullshit that other people do. We're just like, you know what? We're better than that. Let's just focus on real things like human rights instead of focusing on nuclear friggin' and Area 51 and cold places. Let's focus on tanning in the sun and being healthy and emotionally mental health. Like, let's, let's focus on the good things in life, you know? That's why I think we're going to always be a little bit more advanced Bruh. than others that are focusing on, like, killing and dominating, no. you know? That's, you, you, no. you want me to, you no. want me to, okay. You want me to tell you what that is? That's a recipe. Um, you want to know what it's a recipe for? It's a recipe for getting fucking colonized. Motherfuckers who chill get colonized by motherfuckers with guns and boats. It's happened every single fucking time. We're chilling, tanning, I think, barbecuing. I, feel like shifting, I think it's shifting like a completely different world. Like, cause I don't think colonization can happen again. You bullshit. What? I don't think it can. I think that you have to always look at the, the social climate. Okay. And we don't live in the social climate where that's going to be remotely okay ever again. It's all. It's it's still happening now. Like there, there's still no, no, tons like of. You have warfare. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. even that, I think, is going to be literally like what you had. What what Bush Senior talking about New World Order, blah blah blah. Everyone working as a global government. Even that can like that concept, right? In what the late '80s or something was completely crazy. It was a crazy idea that everyone would have a peaceful UN situation going on, right? And and we established that for a couple of years. Obviously, you have your couple a couple of like hiccups here and there, but even the world working as one unity, one unified thing was like a completely crazy idea because we're always in war with each other. But fast forward, we're in 2020, it's it's the social norm now. And to think of something mm. else is crazy. So pretty much we do have things from the past that scare us. For example, oh, you know, we almost went into World War Three with Iraq or sorry, Syria. Well, I'm not that sure. wasn't, that was wasn't it? real. It was Trump. That, that was wasn't going to happen. Yeah, it was, was, it was Iraq, yeah. I think. Something. Yeah. So you had like that couple of scares come from the past. But I think the, the world literally operates with a certain kind of consciousness. And every couple of years, decades or whatever, we recalibrate back to away from our guess savagery you know what i mean i mean mm -hmm. we get to a point we got to a point of just total savagery i mean you could say it was a peak of civilization for certain um, nations but um i think that it was just savages in 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 uh you know uh tailcoats essentially so now that we've kind of forward onto time we've, we've been like okay cool racism bad and as a community as a global community we're like yeah okay we can all get on board with this there's going to be a few renegades here and there but we can we can get on board with this rape bad consent here's, important nah see here, here's my issue with that like I, I i agree that the world is getting less and less violent over time and things like that but one i think we forget that a lot of violence is displaced like we live in a little bubble you know called of, the western of, world of, where cool. other little brown wrong. babies I'm... in other places are getting their face. You know, it's like, it's yeah. like we, we eat meat, but we don't ever see the violence that is needed for us to eat meat the way we would have in the past. Oh, man, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't care about the meat thing. That's that's not anything I'm ever going to care about. Okay. Um, but, but... Uh, but, okay, fair enough. Fuck, fuck animals and their, and their conscious experiences. Fair enough. But what? my yeah. point is, in the past, we saw that violence and now we don't. And so we think that we're less barbaric because we never yeah. chop off so pigs' what heads. what I think is, I don't think that we're less barbaric because of that. I think that the world itself, what's happening and what we deem as socially acceptable as a, like a world community is changing. And I think that change starts with people first. For example, even myself saying the whole, oh, you know, like, 
I'm not going to care about the, the animals. Or stuff. I do care about animals to an extent, but I will eat them. I mean, it sounds contradictory, sure. But if I was to have this conversation 50 years ago, the glo- the global community would be like, yeah, yeah no, that I, makes sense. I, I know, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know moral, because, morals change. Yeah, I understand, but because we're in a world today, for example, now that we're in the world that where people have grown that consciousness, they, they said no true cruelty to animals have changed uh, ways that animals are I guess, farmed, you know, or even choosing to steer away from farming, it's made the world slightly better. And I think that with that progression over time, we could only end up in a a better place where things that were totally widely accepted will not be happening again. So I don't think we could get into a, I don't think colonization could openly happen again. I don't think that... um, It already is. That's what I'm saying. Like, yes, we've, yes, we've become more interconnected. Yes, morals have changed, but we're already getting fucked up by the police. Like, police exist. Police literally but say, but, you, but, this is what you can and can't do, and if you choose to do it, we will be violent towards you. But you have to understand, or you don't even have to stand, I have to bring your attention back, because I know you understand, that we're at a time right now where that is literally on, like, the pit, which it's like a, you know, like a tiny little seesaw, essentially. And it's, it's, it's balancing, its balance gets shifted left and right. So we're at a point where we're waiting to see what drops. Because at this point, we've decided we won't accept this anymore. And the world has said, we don't accept this anymore. So at this point, social conscious or social morale has changed because of awareness and whatnot. And now we're moving towards something different. What it is, we have to wait and see. But I don't think it'll be the same in 50 years. I don't think it'll so, be the same. But I think I, I've, we, we shouldn't lull ourselves into a sense of security. But but fair enough. No, I guess I would, just, I would just say, like, the police brutality... And the control that it has over people's lives is like a very, very small sliver of the whole way that our, the societies are organized. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, globally, everybody's not having the same experience as you and I. But that's, that's course, a different conversation. But also, let's even just say in the Western world, black people, whatever, are we going to get colonized? Well, we live among them, so that's unlikely. But we don't have the same access to, to money a, a, as they do, to property, to education, to, to certain kinds of outcomes. That shit is, is, is modern day segregation colonization whatever you want to call it to where it creates different kinds of lifestyles and outcomes for us and if we don't play the fucking game then we 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 won't go forward like yeah a few of us will get out of the hood and like you know play in the nba or you know make it really big in terms of uh of money but if we don't know about the aliens and the fucking nuclear uh weapons and all that secret shit we're not gonna go we're not gonna we're not going to be at the same know. standing See, you as were going you know. So well, but the aliens—you just—you just had to pull. It's a, Chris a on metaphor. It. It's a so, metaphor. Okay, it's a out. metaphor. It's yeah. a metaphor. Yeah, I—I I don't think so because have you I seen that movie, that The Banker? Even that, um, you know, I'm not into movies like that. Okay, Anthony Mackie. It plays this banker in like the 1950s, 1960s. A black dude. Well, yeah, Anthony Mackie, obviously, and he basically starts his own like. Uh, starts buying up property, then starts his own bank in order to be able to finance uh, businesses in his community as well as his own um, real estate ventures. But the whole premise of the movie is that there's like this barrier to entry of knowledge and access and legal access to just like financial instruments, to just being able to like, okay, what does it take to buy a home? What does it take to buy an apartment building? Like, what does it take to buy an industrial building and then have all of the tenants in there that run businesses run like pay you rent? That's like a game that you might not even really learn in school. Or if you were a black uh, man at that time, there's no place for you to legally even be able to fucking learn it. 
So I'm just saying, if we're not, if we're in the sun baking and having a good time and just, you know. No one said yeah. go be lazy. No one said go be lazy. I'm saying that when it comes to things that we prioritize, when it comes down to obsessing over aliens and what the government's undercover conspiracies are, I think that it's so much more worth your while to invest in yourself than it is to worry about what's happening in Antarctica. Okay, which, but but which I'm conspiracy? Not saying turn which your cons- blind eye. I'm not saying go turn your blind eye to everything. Be aware. Be woke. But, you know what I mean? That's how we get things going, the things that are real. Well, which is um, it? Be, look, be woke or be sleep? Which one? You can't be both. Well, I would say, that, no, no. I'd say don't be delusional. Who cares if there's aliens, bro? Who gives an F? Who cares? Yo, how that's is that such a wild thing. It, it changes it dramatically. What if the president Why? is a fucking alien? Or what if whole sections so, of our society are organized in certain ways to where so, we're like, so, we're like, siphoning off food and resource well, okay what if what if alien what if aliens right what if aliens can only eat black people under the age of 13 what if that's what if that's their entire diet and what if whole sections of like the prison industrial complex are not like they're not just trying to keep black people in prisons for free labor but they're feeding them to fucking aliens wouldn't it be useful if we knew that there were fucking aliens so that we could sort that problem but we don't fucking know we just think it's a, See, it's a racial thing, thing. As a, look you have a lovely mind but look what you're wasting your shit on you know what i mean like that's it's a good point that's a fair point that's a good up point onto some crazy shit it's just an example though it's just an example if, i know but you wind yourself up into some crazy shit why the fuck it's no no why 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 just oh. why, bro? Okay, let me try again. Hold why? on. You're right. That was a little bit kooky. What I'm just saying, if there if there are major major forces in our world that organize huh. the way our society is set up, those things impact us. Like okay, when people so say we don't, they don't things... vote or they're not involved in high level politics. It's like that. Those decisions at that high level trickle no down. If the Federal Reserve changes an interest rate, it's like yo. Thousands of families will lose no, their homes or lose their things. jobs. That's your life. These are real. These are real things. No one's telling black people not to go and run for um to run for um offices. No one's telling black people not to vote. No one's telling them to not become educated. No one's saying lie down and do nothing. What I'm saying is there's stuff that is tangible and things that you can actually have a cause and effect on and that is important to and your I'm saying that life. a lot of that stuff that and is that, tangible and does have a cause and effect happens behind closed doors so obviously i don't necessarily mean I aliens but i don't think that um when it comes down to things for example you don't we think said that, the interest rates okay. okay interest rates who says that black people can't get into i'm not sure what the 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 umbrella term for that segment sector is like the financial sector i suppose yeah okay who says that black people can't get into that or they don't have any ambitions to be in that. Who's to say that black people aren't already involved? They are. Do you and have I'm a saying, list of people? They, they are. They absolutely are. There are plenty well, of people so who are. And I'm care? saying that's a, good, that's a good thing that for us to continue to be doing. Like, yeah, we shouldn't just say, oh, that's shouldn't. not our business. Of like, course, we could no talk about mil- nah, this military see, conspiracies my, and all that kind of stuff. You're stretching my words. You're stretching my words. So no one said, that's none of our business. I'm saying all those situations are really important, of course, because they're real tangible achievable goals that's what i'm My saying can do that. i'm saying you can do that i'm but saying all of that all of the stuff about area 51 in antarctica is a big waste of anyone's time energy and intelligence it's not necessarily area 51 and aliens it's that it is let, let's let, not not talk like crazy conspiracy shit there okay. are forces let, let's just talk like finance politics and the organization of like the financial and political machine we don't have to get real crazy with it we could talk WikiLeaks, mm-hmm. 
We could talk Julian Assange. We could talk Edward Snowden. We could talk um, okay. uh, Jeffrey Epstein and the pedophile ring that seems to be rampant within the you know the the higher uh, the higher up sort of okay. power structure of, of politics. Those things make uh, make a difference in our lives yeah, right things, now. But those things are real. So, for example, they're real. They're tangible. WikiLeaks are real. It's tangible. But when they, it comes no, no, down but here's to my Epstein point. They, was real. They were tangible. not. They were not real until we found out about them. Epstein, Julie, everything that uh, Julian Assange found out, everything that Snowden found out, those things were, they were Area 51. They were Antarctica. They were behind a wall of fucking mystery and, and, and lies until we tripped so across a no, little but, corner but, of this I'm massive structure sure and found Snowden... out, oh shit, there's something here that is writing the story of our lives. Mm-hmm. So we already knew about what Snowden and um, Assange was talking about because everybody knew the military was doing this stuff anyway. The question is that even though he has done something what I mean, he's exposed it, right? What's happened to Snowden? What's happened to Julian Assange? Nothing. They've literally been prisoned. They've been hunted by the American government, sitting there going, "We can't wait to get our hands on you." What's what's changed? So yeah, we got rid of Epstein. Cool, but well, they got rid of Epstein, really. Um, yes, yeah, no question exactly. about that. There's not even a question. But what's changed? I'm pretty sure there's a ring somewhere else doing something. These things. Oh, absolutely. Are, so the thing is, it's like, yeah, cool, we know about it. Um, what we can do is protect ourselves from these things as best we can. But I'm saying that unless you and your four, five, ten, maybe 500 people army are going to attack that, we've we, we got things like trying to stay alive in general. I'm not going to worry about... We can do uh, both. The, the, the we can do both. We can, no, but how? How are you going to put all your pockets? I don't believe in the whole... Like, I can worry about it emotionally, but I'm not going to sit there and put... Oh my! No, because you don't. Because you don't have so time. You don't have time. Because you got a kid and stuff like that. I get that. You no, have to figure I, out your I, life. A lot of people do have kids, but what I'm saying is that, um, like oh, Barack Obama, people, he can think about that shit. He is but part, Barack he, Obama doesn't operate. He doesn't operate on his own. He has a, a cabinet of very of powerful course. people mean, at his um, disposal. So pretty much. And you think we're going to discover? You think I'm going to um, go to Antarctica and discover? It's. It's. I'm saying that there are. Black people have the capacity to organize into groups and to of run course, for offices of and to, to create teams and go on excursions. That we're, not, That's, you we're know. not putting out, we're not putting the difference at the, at the very beginning, if I can get that back, was something along the lines of um, pretty much we're not out here trying to conquer people, kill people, colonize people. We're not putting our efforts into, you know, devising all this evil shit. We're trying to take care of ourselves and the community and everybody else. So that's why we are not going to be uh, kept behind because we're not um, dabbling and dibbling into this bullshit. Okay, we know it's true, but at the end of the day, we, 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 as a people, as a black people, and I don't mean just Americans, I mean African um, diaspora and Africans that are there mm. today, we've experienced the backlash of this for a very long time. And not to say that it's because we're lying down and sitting down and doing nothing. I think we know that when it comes down to it, the world isn't exactly the most just place. And so we have to work from the inside slowly to dismantle it. And that's what we've been doing. We can see. We can I don't know see what the pretty... fuck you're talking about, honestly. Okay, like... for example, um, okay, so for example, systematic racism, right? That's been built on the blacks of black people. So we are the ones that are being oppressed by the system that's been brought up. Now, today, you see that alongside of the, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter thing is that's, that's a question that's being brought to light. Hey, this is a real structure that exists. Um, there's lots of structures. For example, homophobia is a structure. You have different kinds of structures that exist that we have to dismantle. And that's what society is doing, because if society gets together and dismantles these structures and these ways of thinking and these ways of behaving, there's no more uh, pillars for these ideas to stand on. Yeah. They have no more power. So in effect, eventually we end up changing the world. But if we're going to sit here and um, 
focus on everything at the same time. We don't have enough concentration or focus. Like I'm not trying to vacuum, sweep, do my dishes, cook dinner at the same time. I want to do everything properly and clean up my house part by part by part by part. Now, as I'm vacuuming, if I need to pick some shit off the floor, I'll do it. You know, that's gonna be... I think that it's in order to in order to vacuum your house, you got to have a house and you OK, I, I'm going to kill that metaphor. I don't know where the fuck I was going. Anyway, right. My, right. I, I'll just give it that was that was going to be a fucking mess. Um, <laughs> I was going to talk, talking about paying your electricity bill, and all types of shit. Let me give an example of what I mean. Yes, I agree that uh, spending as an individual, spending a whole bunch of time investigating um, conspiracy theories is probably not the where we're going to get the lion's share of use not productive. On, not productive. on some of the issues that we're working on. However, right, if we're talking about social change, Martin Luther King was talking about, okay, how do we get laws in place that get rid of some of the segregation that we experience? However, also understood that there was a much larger machine, economically speaking, that set the rules for how people played, and he was trying to figure out, okay, well, how do we play on that field as well? It is not enough for us to be able to eat at the same cafes, right, or integrate in the same schools. It's, do we own cafes? Do we own banks? Do we have people in positions of political power? So so let me give give an example of, of like, the larger high-end things. Okay. There are laws that will change all of the time, little tiny laws in mm-hmm. the financial sector or in the tech sector or right. new technology coming out. And mm-hmm. industrialists, the, the Jeff Bezos's of the world, the Elon Musk's of the world, and they'll go, yo, I'm pretty sure that we can now put in place um, an underground tunnel system in L.A. Or I think that we can get to Mars. Or I think that we can create a package delivery network where we can deliver everywhere over the world and automate it entirely. Those decisions change black people's lives. And what I'm saying is it is a reasonable use of energy and resources for us to make sure that we are participating in that game, building large industries and not just trying to figure out, okay, cool. How can we get the police to stop stop shooting us? How can we open up a rib shack? No, no, but but, But but, how can we do what Bob Johnson did and start a BT or whatever? That that in itself is that in itself is, is putting my statements in a pocket. I never excluded that as a possibility or even a good way for us to behave. I've never you said, did. Hey, you said, guys, you said, fu- you said, fuck all that, all, fuck all that big shit, all the conspiracies, all of those behind the shadows things. Cause they're how not is, real. How is law? No, no, no. But, but no, but laws aren't conspiracies. The Absolutely. They are. That's, 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 that's the, no, no, that's no, no, the no, thing. You're dividing conspiracy. com- conspiracies into like alien. No, no, like you theory? have to think of like alien is some theory? wild shit. I'm saying no, no. So there are real laws. I think laws, laws, proposals, the laws, the way that laws, bills, and policies are changed is is completely tangible. It's accessible and it's understandable because it's it's done where everyone can it's have still, access okay, to it. Okay, okay, that's fair enough. Sure. All right. Then I, uh, that, that's fair enough. I would say though that a lot of that stuff is still behind. Maybe not as closed doors and as well, just like the stock markets. Just like the stock markets, it's in plain view for whoever wants to get it. That's not, exactly is, it, That's not exactly true. That's not exactly true. It's difficult. It, it, it is genuinely difficult my to access a lot of that old, shit. My twenty, my twenty-year-old brother, twenty-year-old brother wakes up at four a.m. in California, goes on the stock market, buys stocks, shares them, uh, and sell, sells them. He makes money on it because he learned how to do it. He said, I'm "I have an interest in something." A, I'm not, and he I'm says, not, "I want to do I'm it." I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying, saying that, that somebody saying did that it is impossible. not evidence I'm that it's. Easy. No, that's what I'm saying to you is it's accessible to anyone, including a 20 year old boy. So I'm saying that things like the stock markets, things like um, policy information, that's all accessible. Things like trying to run for um, an office, accessible. All these things are they accessible. Are not, what, They're the real. way you're using the word accessible is wild because I mean, for, you can, okay, you can, for, you can for do instance, it. scientific journals, they are literally pay to access. 
They are not accessible, right? If you want to build a fucking spaceship and go into goddamn space or build a plane, it requires licensing from a government and permission to be in airspaces. It is not accessible. If you want okay, to have an international and policies and building a rocket to go to space. Like these, these exaggerations are out of control today. What's going on? They're not exaggerations. It's all, Keep I'm saying it is ground. all, it is all, it is all a part of the same set of machines that run our economy and run our lives. The things that Jeff Bezos decides dictate the reality that black people exist in, how much our homes are worth, what jobs we can and cannot get. You and I probably uh -huh, between us know 10 different people who work for, for, uh, for, for Bezos through some like, you know, level of separation. What he is but doing is not some in, is, in the moon, off the ground shit. It's it is our reality. It is the same it's thing not, as the stock but market. No one says that is. Those no stocks one says are that is. sections of those companies. Like I don't get and, how you how you're disconnecting said, those two. You can definitely. I'm saying that these things you can access through learning. You can just learn to go for it. You don't need a special course to get those things. Now, scientific journals to build a rocket, fine, fair enough. That's not exactly accessible. But I'm saying that things that that you're saying. Um, we have or no even even over. even the There's lobbying in, the, the lobbying do. industry that causes laws to be changed or put in place. Yes, mm -hmm. it, it is it is physically accessible. It's not it's not it's it's more accessible than Area Fifty One. But maybe we're just using the word accessible differently. When I think of accessible, it's like a spectrum. You know what I mean? Like college is not accessible. Anyone can get into college if they follow a series of steps, but it's not like you can just walk into a college and start going to a college. No one said that, though. No one said that you can walk into a college. You have to have certain things that you can bring forth. I mean, I personally am doing yeah, my Yeah, so I'm saying it's not, it's not really accessible. On, I literally all. just applied without having... Um, I didn't do my... Um, no, no, I, I, uh, I, I hear you, Jay. I feel like we're, we're just saying... Yeah. We're, we're just using the word differently. That's that's all I mean. When I say accessible, I'm just talking... I'm saying there's degrees You're of accessibility. You're saying easy to get into. There, so you think when I say accessible, ease, yeah. you think it's a hop and a jump and a skip. I'm just saying that anyone can do it with effort, which is how life literally is most of the okay, time. You so can then, do anything with effort. So then let me address that. Or with my, concentration. So then let me address that. My, my point is, yes, these things are technically accessible, meaning they can be accessed, but I'm saying that, yeah. that there is a level of difficulty, how hard it is that, like the presidency is accessible, but, becoming a but doctor. it's hard becoming as Becoming a doctor is hard, but guess what? When you talk about um, people, uh, black people finding funds and stuff like that, well, becoming famous, you said making it out of the hood, right? You said... Um, you say entertainment or sport or something. And this is a, this is literally a statistic that I use all the time. And it is that you can get all your sports stars, baseball, swimming, gymnastic, okay. running, um, everything you can think of. You can take basketball, um, racing, whatever you can think of, any kind of sport that, that we have today with the amount of black people in all those fields, soccer, whatever, football, whatever, tennis, put that. Then you can get yourself rappers, country singers, um, you can take uh, R&B singers, pop singers, and then you can go ahead and take all the actors. So you can think okay. of any kind of person that has made it into the um, into the entertainment, um, upper, entertainment upper industry level. and upper level or even the lower level of making money or being known as a person, even A, B, C, D list people. Right. Okay. You can take all of those people, put them in a category. Right. That's a whole bunch of categories where we're going to just shove all together. Okay that people will view as ways to get out the hood. You can take one category, one solid category, which is the doctors, black doctors in America, and they still outnumber everyone in the entertainment industry. What I'm saying is that one industry, one industry, okay, of doctors, not including accountants, lawyers, mm -hmm. lawmakers, scientists, whatever, nurses, aged care. So what I'm saying is that we uh, don't give ourselves the right representation, even though it's there. 
So I understand that what you're saying is these things are hard, but black people work really hard to become doctors. How many years is that? Eight, ten years? Yeah, yeah, eight, eight, eight years. Yeah. I mean, I feel like all of us know a black doctor, right? That we, we know of someone that's become a doctor. Yeah, Do you know yeah, absolutely. Become a doctor? Yeah. yeah, I know a whole bunch too. I mean, I mean, my 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 partner's got a best friend who just became a surgeon. Um, okay, I'm just trying, I'm trying brother. to follow where you're where you're going here. What I'm saying to you is, although these things are difficult to access, it's not like it's outside of the reach of black people. Okay, we don't. Here's what have I'm saying. The, uh, and, and, and we can move on from this into into conversations about getting out of the hood because I don't want to go into a circle. But I'm basically saying that there are some real structural barriers to doing those things, because, for, for instance, the, oh, fuck, the statistic that you gave, right, of that there are more black doctors than there are uh, black entertainers. OK, one, I would ask of those, how many came from the hood? Because I because a lot of black doctors and black professionals come from black professional families. Right. The other thing is are the number of black doctors as a percentage of our population equal to that of other ethnic groups? Otherwise, the statistic that you just gave is basically well, technically, useless. Technically, technically, the most, uh, when it comes down to the most... Um, We're going to say in, Nigerians? We're talking about world? Nigerians? No, I'm not going to go into Nigerians okay. or whatever. I'm going to say that when it comes down to actual... Because they basically the don't count. They, they are super Negroes. Mm, we don't need to talk about that because I'm pretty sure they're actually just in general because they're African-American. They're still Americans, African-Americans. They can, they can contribute... But they're not contribute. ADOS. Um, but they, but but they are, yeah, I agree. There. It's the same team, but they're not ADOS. Yeah. So essentially what I'm saying is that when it comes down to just one, if you say, do we have the same when it comes, how do we compare to other people? I'm saying that, well, actually, when it comes to medic, just the medical world, black people outnumber everybody else in that. So we do dominate the how medical field, which we have the highest amount of, when it comes to percentages, there's more black doctors. Than white doctors? In the fields. Than everything. Doctors, nurses, everything. Interesting. We have more. Yeah. Wait. So, so not as. A, so you're saying it's like it's fifty one percent black. Do, all, of all the doctors are black, or something like that. In America, yeah, pretty much. Most of them are black. Well, that's and fantastic that's doctors, news. Damn. Nurses, everything else. So we definitely do dominate the medical world. Shit, I did not know that. Well, that sounds good. Shit. Because I don't. Because I don't think that we are. Representing now we just need ourselves. some alienologists, and then we'll be good. Oh that's my god! I think we could just. You know, the closest thing to that will probably be like um. Your friend Alvin, you know what I mean? That's like, what I'm saying. Yo, that's what I'm saying. What Alvin, what thing. Alvin does, what Alvin does is the shit that I'm talking about. That motherfucker is on, is on the pulse of what is happening at the real government behind the CDC. Does crazy there you go. shit. It's a strong black man. That's what, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Brain. And if he listened to your ass, his ass would be a fucking just doing actually, regular shit if we can in the go sun, back, tanning, if we can go back, doing nothing. Actually, sorry, babe. If we can go back to the conversation we had with them last. I'm pretty sure he just reiterated everything I said to you. So, and, like, so I don't understand why you're shitting words. on his, his, his career choices at this point. I'm not. I'm just saying that that man just reiterated everything I had been saying to you in previous podcasts. That guy agreed with me more than he agreed with you. There are anthropological reasons why I may like a fat ass. He's Hey, he's a, he's a smarter man than me. He's a smarter man he's than me. He's a smart. Well, well, we both are, apparently. But anyways. <laughs> you are a very smart man. That is true. Thank you. Thank you. That's the anytime, nicest thing you said to me in our friendships. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I think that we actually need to stop feeding into the um, the way that we are portrayed and have more awareness of how, what we're capable of I'll and, agree and with what that. We, yeah. we do. Yeah. Do you, do you think that because that, that is a very interesting statistic and I'm just going to. For the sake of entertainment, I'm just going to believe that that is correct. I'm not going to fact check the shit. I don't, cool. I don't care. I mean, I'm, 
Hey, I fuck mean, it. I don't, I don't need it, to know. Yeah, I don't need it. if it's true. If it's I not true, it doesn't matter. I could be wrong, but fuck it. We're trying right. to hey, You know Wait, exactly. Right is exactly cool. the now is there is only the present. There is no past and future. God damn it. Cool. That's Buddhism and shit. So my question is, if we're doing that well, because I'm a proponent of, of reparations, I do think that there are some things that should be put in place. I think there's there's a lot of changes that still need to happen in order to. You know, we talked about accessibility. Let me say increase our access. Not to say we have zero okay. access, but to increase our access okay. to make it easier for us to go from poor as fuck to doctor, you know, because yeah. that's that's yeah. why they say it's not like we're not doctors. It's like the way out of the hood, meaning if you start with nothing, if you don't have shit, being able is- to get a tutor mm-hmm. and get a great SAT score and get, get through college and make sure you have the linguistic, you know, skills to be able to get all the way through medical school and all the study skills to do that and then become a doctor that shit is hard. There's not a lot of stuff to equalize it. I mean, I, I found, I mean, I'm going to use my own little anecdotal story of um, a person that I know um, through another person, which was they didn't grow up in a, a wealthy neighborhood. Don't tell me about your class. one little Carnegie melon pulling no, themselves up by the bootstraps example saying, of somebody who made well, it out then, of the hood. Then, 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 then. I don't need I, that I Will Smith in uh, Pursuit it's of Happiness that. bullshit. What I'm saying to okay. you is that, cause, and I also do come from a family that my, my, my dad's, you know, college educated. Um, he was a, my dad was, um, pretty much a part of the, the nineties movement of tech and tech. He was on the yes. team for Xbox when he worked for Microsoft. Yes. My dad worked for Apple. I, I was poor AF living with my mom and I had a whole iMac in my yes. lounge room. You, you, know were, you, I mean? were, you were poor in some ways, but you were privileged in other ways. You were privileged through knowledge. You knew what the world was because of your father. Um, no, 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 not exactly. Um, but pretty much, That's a, <laughs> no? um, no, no, no. I didn't have that much access, but pretty much, okay. um, what my dad did was he came out of um, Bent Harbor, Benton Harbor, ben ha- Benton Harbor, um, I want to say Michigan, whatever Detroit, Michigan, whatever, Benton Harbor. Anyways, um, I always get them mixed up. And essentially he came from a really struggling neighborhood and he was one of many raised by the grandmother, very, you know, a very particular story. And he had an interest in technology when he was younger. Um, he's in his early uh, mid fifties now. And he was like, well, I'm smart. He had no tutor. He had no um, scholarship. He played football. Um, and unfortunately, because access is limited, especially in those days, he decided to sign up for the military. It's It sucks that he had to do that. But through that, he got his education and he ended up living, you know, on a you know, six figure salary for a lot of a lot of his time. He worked under Bill Gates, you know, so it was like he made money, money. And that came from nothing. And then you have the surgeons out there that have very similar um, stories. As I said, well, what I started is your the story point? off with. My point is that even though it is hard, black people are resilient and they Bro, know. I knew you was, was going to make I'm that point. You're making, you're making a dumbass I'm point. And saying, I knew what you were trying I, to say from the explain. beginning. Now, let me explain. I don't think that it's okay for us to have to go through that exactly. stuff. Exactly. It should be It should be eased. Thank you. We should have the same opportunities as everyone else has. Exactly. But even with the structures in you're place. You're making some great points. See, I'm saying even with the structures in place. Um. <laughs> In the past, we've seen black people overcome those and push I don't, we don't, through I don't want to have to overcome. I don't want to have to overcome. have to. We shouldn't have to. But what I'm saying is even with those barriers in place, we still did. Now, obviously, coming through to 2020, if we can remove those barriers completely, it would be – It would. It, I think the world would look absolutely just completely different because it's what we can do with black excellence with limits. Yes. You know, imagine if we are limitless. That would be amazing. Agree, agree. Well, if we take the, the the weight belt off and just are going at a hundred percent. But I, I think the things like so. So I guess my my question again is still, 
do Ooh, you I think like that, that I like that? That's good. Mm. The weight belt. You know do what you mean? think that's from anime? Uh, do you think that? Um, I know. Is that from Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> it's from it's from Naruto. When uh, what's his name? Uh, fuck. Oh. Broly or some shit like that. I forget what the fuck his name is. Uh, he takes these weight weight belts he has on his like Broly. ankles off. Isn't Broly in Dragon Ball? Nah, B? it's what's his name? It's something with a B or some shit. Do you know this character? Who this character is? He's got big eyebrows. A- ask your boyfriend. He'll he'll know who I'm talking about. But he, t- he there's this scene where there's this dude who basically has no no power. Broccoli. It's broccoli. Ah, big yeah, eyebrows? broccoli. Yeah, yeah, broccoli. I yeah, told yeah. you. I did is his name broccoli? This shit. I think it's broccoli. Like okay, Brock <laughs> that's a like dumbass name. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask, I, I never said it was the greatest um, category of entertainment. Oh, shit. But, My name yeah. is Pum, Pumpkin. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I thought of, so from I, what I remember from Dragon Ball Z is that Goku, right? He jumps onto that little planet when he's like in the other world or the, the dead world or heaven or whatever, yeah. gets to the end of the dragon, and he ends up on that little planet which has all this intense gravity. And so he has to like um, train under the intense train. gravity. Exactly. Yeah. And, but he had to do it with his boots on, weighted mm. boots. And he has to do it with all this stuff. And then, like, he trains there for, like, a bunch of hundreds of years or something, which pretty much would have been nothing back at home from what I remember. And then when he gets back to Earth, he's just like, oh, sweet. Cool. I can." He takes his boots off, and he's, like, a super strong and crazy, super strong. So that's pretty much a good comparison for black people and black people that, in the system. We have to really function under all these. That's a really good comparison, even though I don't F with anime like that. But it's a really good comparison because it's like we have to do all this under pressure Imagine what it's like when we have that. Did you just say F? Did you just say F instead of fuck because your your son is in earshot? Uh, look, I've sworn multiple times, and I okay, have a whiteboard yeah, in front th- of me. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah, I have a I have a, I have a whiteboard in front of me. Um, where it kind of reminds me of things I need to do, and one of them says stop swearing. So when my eye flickers <laughs> over, it's like, oh jeez, God a damn it, motherfucker. <laughs> it's a big goal for me, bro. Niggas like, ain't hard. shit. Oh wait, I'm so, I'm not supposed to. That's not ladylike. Wait, why why are you no. trying not to swear? Um. I think I want to expand my vocabulary and, and really refine my expression. And I what think kind that of I words you trying to use? swearing. I don't know. I'm still leaning on the swearing. I like, feel like, I feel like, I feel like it might be more useful to not say swear less and to say, maybe learn some new words. I feel like swearing less is not going to help mm, you know new words. I definitely, definitely substitute. Um, Cause you just used a, a letter of instead of fuck that you didn't increase the, the information in that sentence at all. I got to cut it out first, right? It's like it's nicotine patches, you know what I mean? You got to cut down slowly and then just kick it free. So it's a progress. It's a process, especially for myself. I definitely, you know, I let them fly. I let them fly free. And I got to just probably, uh, you know, just chill on that a little bit. Oh, okay. I feel I feel like usually people like take up another habit to distract themselves. You know what I mean? They smoke, they 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 eat more or smoke weed, like something to replace it. You know what I mean? Um, that kind of thing. Yo, you know what? I was thinking this is this is something that like Killer Mike had brought up. I think that one of the best reparations because I I think if we if we give mm-hmm. if we just like if we do a UBI blanket money s- solution to reparations for Black people and maybe. I, I could hear an argument that maybe it's not a good idea or maybe it's not right or maybe it's not necessary. I don't know. Um, but I, most arguments I've heard seem to imply that it's that it's a good argument. I haven't heard very many good arguments against it. Um, but I think giving just raw cash to people is probably a bad idea because I think there'll be so many people who, especially poor people who are just not in a position to learn how to, to, to know how to use that money in, in a way that's useful, in a way that'll sort of uh build things for them into the into the future and probably just bolster up the rest of the economy we'll just spend it quickly but killer mike said what we should do is we should do reparations by giving black people first dibs on licenses to operate in marijuana related industries 
So if you want to run a dispensary, if you want to run a farm, if you can prove that you are the African descendant of slaves in America, you get first dibs in a similar way that the First Nations people of America got dibs on being able to run casinos and gambling operations on their reservations. Because I'm thinking, okay, that, that's a way to build industry. And it's like almost a very poetic payback because there are so many black people in prison off of a drug that everyone uses and is increasingly legal, but there are still people rot who have lost their entire life to, 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 weed, to charges on weed and who are still rotting away, even in states where it is now legal. There are white moms baking cookies and selling weed cookies, uh, uh, you know, through fucking, you know, sending it off on their little cute website. And they've got a little pay pass thing on their phone. And it's a nice, you know, uh, new industry. Meanwhile, there are black men in prison who are 55 years old and have been in prison their whole goddamn life for doing the exact same thing. If we would re could reverse that and turn it into, you know, industry, I feel like that'd be a, a really good reparations. Um, I don't I don't disagree with you. I think that um, yeah, there's a lot of conversation that could be had on that. I mean. The only thing that pops into my mind, and I could be, you know, a bit um, ill-equipped for this conversation, but I feel like maybe it's because at the end of the day, it's a law. You know what I mean? It was a law. And that's why it's like you broke a law, you know, and you can, you know, I, I, I don't know, that's the only thing where it's like I can understand sort of, but they should be freed. But I can understand why it would be difficult because it's like, well, can we reverse laws in retrospect? Yeah. I mean, okay. that seems right to me. Like, I, I think it can go. It can only go one direction. Like, so if 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 you if you did some shit when it wasn't illegal and then it becomes illegal, you can't be held accountable for that. I think. Okay. And oh, if, if that's you, the case, then you know all the way. I mean, that's the only thing that will pop into my head is can you reverse laws retrospectively? But I would actually add to that. Well, I yeah, because it's that, like um, if it if it's not wrong now, then it wasn't wrong then. Like I could hear right. the argument for the other way around. Like if you if you um, if you had slaves, then slavery becomes illegal. You could argue, okay, well, it was actually wrong the whole time, and that's a war crime. The fact that it was legal in the past uh, is no good. But it's if we say this is not yeah. illegal, and not only that, but we are ordaining that for our society it was never wrong then you got to let everybody right. out who, who who did that shit in the past yeah yeah i think everyone should definitely get out um and as i say i'm going to add to what you said with the reparations i think that black people need to have access to free um free medic medical care and i think that do they, we that, not already or I mean, not not do we not no, already but isn't no, that something that everybody no, should we would just give to everybody no, or I, you saying think, only black people should get me free medical care I'm not saying only black people. That would be something. Be blocked off. That'd be something. Um, we should do that. Should be but America is not going to We would catch up if only like if only black people could have medicine or could only no, have it for free. I think that if we had the thing, but from what I know with the, um, um, the, the free health care in the States, you have to be under a certain amount of um, income. It's difficult to get. Um, it's not an easy access thing, pretty much. It's pretty hard to get. Like we have Medicare here now and anyone can access the Medicare. Um, it's easy to get. You just bang, you're on Medicare. Whereas over there, there's a whole bunch of things that you kind of have to jump through and you could be disqualified very easily. It's almost like Centrelink or welfare. Um, I think that it should be a right, um, regardless of how much money you make and you can opt out like you can with Medicare. So I think they should have free health care, 100%. They should be taken care of when it comes to their medical bills, especially because, uh, I mean, anyway, so especially because- I would agree, I would agree, 100%. Society has been set up to take care of Black people's um, health. I think that's something that's definitely the 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 the, the country's 
responsibility. And I think university needs to be completely free for black people. I don't think there should be any scholarships. I Ooh. think it should be completely so, free. So for black all people. university yes. free for all people who are black. But not every, every not, not necessarily person. everybody else. And I don't mean I don't mean as we were talking before. Like um, I mean I don't mean immigrants who okay. have come from African descendants of slaves specifically. African descendants of slaves should have access specifically to free education. Um, I like this idea. I like that. Uh, see, because that's that's what I'm talking about. Increased access. I like that. Yeah. Like, I think that, that that kind of thing, it can catapult a whole generation of people into like, right. oh, and shit, so I, don't, I can do this. Like reparations. Yeah, reparations can be talked about as a monetary, just like a cash handout or something. But I mean, I don't think that it, as not everyone's financially responsible or literate, no. you know, or able. Um, some people, you know, you see it with the taxes. And the know, money's like not going to help that. But yeah, a degree some people will. are really good at investing. People are really good at investing money, and some people aren't. Um, and that's because they haven't had access to this kind of information or education or mentoring, um, or it's just not something that's really common within their community. So I don't think it'll be a good idea to give money directly. I think cash is just a cop-out. Here's some money, piss off, shut up, here you go, you've been paid. You know what, I think that I think that the government would be much more willing to do a cash payment than they would anything mm -hmm. else. Maybe, I mean, I don't really know, maybe I'm getting kind of whole tepish um, here. Free haircut, free, free um, haircut, low, um, free, <laughs> free haircuts? <laughs> free, free healthcare. All free niggas should get free lineups on the we, government um, from here forward. And I think Universal basic shape-ups. Plantations need to be given away. Hundred percent needs to be taken away from Wait, plantations. Uh, wedding we still got yes. plantations. What do you what do you mean? Absolutely, plantation homes. Um, they get used for weddings. People, they're beautiful buildings, you know, and they're gorgeous. Uh, I'm a, I'm gonna have to disagree with you here. I'm gonna have to disagree with you here. That I think that when it comes to plantations, I think they should be sold only to um the descendants of slaves because they pretty much were the ones that created that. I think that they need mm. to not be sold as like. Because white people that seems like a, that kind that that seems kind of a slippery slope. That's a difficult one. Well, then, because then think about it. Like these these buildings have been built and upkept for how many ever years? 100, 150, 200 years by black people, unpaid work. Okay, but how far if do you take that? Anyone has a right. I think that they should turn into museums, schools, um, hospitals, whatever you can, because these are huge establishments. These aren't just like little mm, two story homes. But here's, um, here's the thing: like a plant. Uh, I, I get what you're because I'm 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 all with knocking down statues and knocking down things that are should, icons no, of a particular down, society. Don't, knock it down. don't think you but should. But no, knock I it mean down. I think it's just in the same vein. That that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying we knock it down, but I'm just saying I that's in the same vein as taking down Confederate statues, but which I would. But, but I think is, that's a step far. Certain plantations, they're not being used for anything other than they've been passed down through generations or they've been sold off to other people. They're just big. But I don't know. Now. I don't know that they're, they're I know I don't know that they are an icon to slavery. And here's here's why I take an issue, because <laughs> how far do we take this? Because if we want to say everything that was passed down as a result of wealth that was built in part or in whole from slavery, that's there's really no end to that, because then we got to go, OK, well, every single industry that was built because of cotton. Every single thing no, no, that no. We, so now we, now we're now we're going to every bank that was so started in the south, the whole cracks. cities like the cracks. That's leaking into cracks. People don't operate like that. I don't think people do operate like that where they think, okay, well, what else can I get? It's like, no, okay, this it's is a house. Epic. It's a house. Niggas, it's not just these white people house, lived in a house. These they had some slaves. I don't think it's a slave house. Well, they built the houses. 
they were um, people died on these lands. They worked these lands. I'm not saying okay, all the cotton industries belong to black people. What I'm saying is, I think yeah, that that sounds like you were going that direction. Which maybe no, I could I see think, that. I could see that. I think plantations today are still definitely the hemp industry. You can get married on a plantation. You can have a celebration on a plantation. Yeah. you can do all these things on a plantation today. Yeah. People take pictures and go, oh, it's lovely. Yeah, so it's like no, this place has a really bloody past. It's a history. Okay, but then it's what's a, what's the cutoff? What's the cutoff? Because you could say that about a whole city. You can say that about a whole city. You know what I mean? But they represent things different. You can say that about the White House. You can say, yo, the White House is a monument to every single horrible, murderous law that has been made to destroy black people in black communities. We we got ourselves some more black presidents. That's what we need. That's a good point. Okay. 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 So don't knock them down, but just all they need to all be owned by black people. We just sell all the plantations to like Southern rappers. Like, for example, we're talking about like. And they can paint them all black. Cartoon. Um. Cartoon voices are stepping down. I'm not a black person. I don't know. I mean, what it means to certain Man, people. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Kind of, I'm people, not sure. I love Cleveland. I love Cleveland. But it's like, you know what? This didn't pop into my mind as something that was important. Maybe. But I can respect Fuck. that that huh. person decided to do that thing. They weren't pressured into it. They made a conscious decision to say this role belongs to a black person. I thought, you know, that's not going to affect my mm. everyday life, but I can understand that consciousness does kind of trickle down. Are we talking about, um, roles, for are we example. talking about big mouth? Um, we're talking about Simpsons, we're Bojack Horseman, Cleveland, um, Bojack. They're all animals. Yeah, no, no, no. They're, they're not all animals. There's a character, uh, called Diane Wynn, who's a human and she's oh, Asian, yeah, but her. she's voiced yeah, by a white lady. Yeah, I I know too much about that. That's a fucking depressing show. That show is. I got tricked into watching that shit. That shit is not happy at all. What, that is not a comedy. That shit is a so fucking depressing. suicide letter with puns. It's terrible. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, that is. It is a real. No, nobody should watch that show if they're watch. in a difficult place. Because like you get to no, watching it and you're you're there in your own apartment by yourself, lonely as fuck, drinking anyway, eating takeaway, because that's what you do when you binge fucking five seasons of a show on Netflix. And meanwhile, you just watch this goddamn yeah. horse man telling you about how no matter what you do, no matter how rich you get, no one will ever fucking like you. You'll never figure out the purpose. And if you just do enough lines of cocaine, you'll get all the way to the end and then you'll be done with life, never having healed any of the trauma that your parents never. gave you. Or fixing yeah. any of the problems or ever feeling truly loved. And anytime you fuck? think that you're getting slightly close to something that seems like a happy ending, mm. boom, crash it down. So it's shit's gonna, gonna fuck happen. up. And yeah, it'll be, some, you'll, it'll look, look like happen. it's the universe fucking you up, but actually it's your own inadequacy. God damn, it's that shit is sad. It, it is a, it's a really sad. I would have a happier time watching, um, what's that, that weird sci fi episode show, Black Mirror? Yeah, oh, yeah. Black, I, I, don't, have I don't find Black Mirror depressing. Happy. I know people do, but I don't, I don't, I find it so exciting. I'm not depressed. I was watching like, I think I was into like season three and I was like, I don't know what happiness feels like anymore. Everything is sad. Wait, but then isn't the one where uh, Falcon and Aquaman fucked, isn't that one kind of a happy ending? Why the fuck would that be a happy, why would that be a happy ending for me? Because it's black love. Why? Why, why? What you mean? Aquaman? Aquaman and who? Uh, Not Aquaman, Black Manta and Falcon. Remember they went in the video game and they were like gay, but not really because one of them was a girl. So it was like tra- no, I trans straight. I don't think I watched that far. Honestly, I don't, I don't even know. I don't think I watched that far. Honestly, I think. You should watch oh, that episode. Fuck. It's very, it's very I hot. I think it's going to make me happy. It's very happy. It's very happy. It is a tale of black love. I guarantee you. Watch it. I remember it. my ex playing it because I was over it by this point. But he, he was really liked it. getting into like that Bojack and Black Mirror and all those like real I'm not exactly uplifting shows. Um, and I kind of just tuned out and I would go about my day. And I remember something like 
like that, but I don't actually fucking remember. Um, I don't think that would make me happy. You know, as I don't know. Look, it's really funny because lately I've been um seeing a few like funny things. Like, you know, my my I've been seeing this on social media. Um, and it's like a funny TikTok thing, which you might have seen because I know you're all about the TikTok. And it's um how Twitter and TikTok Gen Z people are making fun of us millennials. Wait, wait sorry, say that last bit again. So it's about, um, there's like a little movement. It's not a huge movement. It's like a little ha-ha funny, but it's like all these Gen Z is making fun of millennials. Wait, okay. How, did, how did you get from that thought to that thought? Because I actually, I actually. Explain. Spe- let, let me explain. Okay, okay. So I think it's really Because I've been thinking about that shit, actually. Because like, it's really interesting because I think that something that the Gen Z is, uh, the way they're different from us is that we kind of had like a, a rainbow upbringing. Um, we had Disney and cartoons and we, you know, we, we kind of had something different to the things we were exposed. We were exposed to a bit of gore and whatnot, but at, at the end of the day, we weren't really exposed to too much of the world's atrocities. Mm. Whereas the Gen Z is a kind of, they were like, we were, we were like teenagers when like the recession started, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but we had 9-11 straight off the bat. Yeah, fair enough. But like, you know, shit happens. Um, but they have more internet than us that is true they 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 could they they were seeing beheadings and hardcore porn in full a little bit earlier than us but when it comes to the 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 9-11 like yeah that that didn't f up my childhood it it, it, it brought me to realizing that the world's effed up it showed me bad things happen but the same way i knew other bad things happen it wasn't in my life 24 7 and these gen zers are just shat on like they have so much social responsibility, social consciousness. They have so much awareness, so much pressure. It's like, that's why these little fuckers are so mad at us. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you don't know how to be happy. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's like, that's what I think. Because I'm like, if you're mad at, like, 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 like the, the, the tagline is pretty much, oh, you guys love Harry Potter. And apparently, like, the way yeah. I see it. And like, avocado toast us, and like, shit like that. Pen. Fair enough. They're like, oh, you guys are the Peter Pan generation, essentially. That is, we you know what? Up. That's that's pretty. That's accurate in many ways. That's how I see it. I think that that's how we I definitely see it. have not I grown. Like I so many that. millennials did not grow up no, in the traditional the Peter Pan generation. way. We love living in our childhood. We bring our childhood into our. That's why we got so many. Still live at home. Yeah. Comic Con is probably the biggest it's ever been, um, because we're paying for that shit now. We're out here. We're doing our thing. I mm. mean, we are. We got, we're in a generation where there's so many adult cartoons because we are making cartoons for that's our, a very for good point and, it's a lot of man so, children and, and women woman children yeah exactly and we don't and we have no pressure to grow up we don't mind we're like fuck it this is who we are you know uh, they're like oh making fun of us they're like oh why don't you just go home and eat your pizza and drink your wine oh don't you love coffee oh you're adulting and it's like you know what yeah for real like i'm still can't believe i'm an adult it's effed up i'm like well look i'm here i'm 20 28 because we have freedom soon. Because we had happiness, you know. No, I think it. We I had think happiness. It's, I don't know that. And yeah, we we that, we didn't have any war. Oh, we had wars though. Or you know what? Maybe not happiness. Maybe we had ignorance. We lived in a lovely ignorant bubble, and <gasps> they. Okay. And I think that somewhere in the lower part of millennials, early part of Gen Zs, they popped that bubble. So they're like, hey, um, you know these things that people talk about or they murmur about, they speak about that people don't pay too much attention to, or it comes in and it comes out let's let's dissect that so they've come around and they're like they've talked about so many things or it's like these are important topics and they've been 12 13 climate change they've had to deal with um racial injustice of course racial injustice they've had to deal with uh um transphobia homophobia on a level where it's like when we were younger it was the norm and it didn't 
Um, it wouldn't affect anybody unless they knew a person who was also gay or LGBT um, or if they were themselves going through it. So it wasn't really um, easy to live in your own bubble when you were younger, whereas they grew up in a time where it was like, no, we're going to fight this. Mm. No, this is yeah, unacceptable. That is no, a good these point. are wrong. So they've grown up in a time where it's just like, a no, that's wrong. This is bad. What are you guys doing? And so they've constantly like, it's like a, it's like an era of being so socially aware of all the crap that happens around them. That's kind of like, we look like men, children and, and men, women, I mean, children, women, children, we look like mm. kids because we're just like, Hey guys, <laughs> what's your Patronus? I mean, but like, we, um, uh, people are dying, you know? No, but that, I mean that, that like, I think a lot of those memes are talking about a very specific millennial white woman. They're not. I mean, like Speaking every, yourself, every they, they, they described me to a T. Okay, yeah, because I'm, like, I'm, yeah, I'm not big on, I'm not big on Harry Potter, Potter, but like I am big on, you know, the, the Marvel movies and anime and things like that, which, which I think yeah. a lot of black men of my age are. But I also think that, I mean, it's to be seen because I think the the oldest Gen Zers are probably like 22, 23, right? So a lot of them are they're they're entering into, well entering into like the job market or adulthood kind of. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm also thinking like millennials, I think are probably more socially conscious than the, than the, than, than Gen X. And so I think there's, a, there, there's the freedom of information just increases sort of, sort of the, the younger people get the more access they have to social consciousness and that social vocabulary and a concept of what's happening globally. But I, Yes, we might be man children, but I don't Gen think X, Gen X is millennial though. No, no, no. Gen no, because so it's it's Gen Z is like twenty-two down. Millennial is like twenty-five to like forty. And then X is like forty to fifty, or like maybe like thirty-five to to, to fifty-five, and then boomers is like fifty-five to like uh, I mean, sixty-five, seventy, and then seventy up is so like silent generation. So would you say that um, that would have a direct impact on us because we kind of came around a time where we started kind of having that internet into sharing information going back and forth. So we kind of grew up with that, but that's wasn't the same as Gen X. They kind of grew into it. Well, Gen, yeah, Gen, Gen X was, they were the nineties adults, right? So that's like the Kevin Smith's and the Charlemagne, the gods and the, right. and the ice cubes. They were the ones who were like, in their 20s in the 90s so they experienced all of that you know the tupac would have would, would have been like a gen x right so they were in that in that space where they were you know mm -hmm. 22 23 back in 95 and now they're in their you know late 30s early 40s um they right. for them internet was you know it, it, it came they, they watched us go from no internet all the way to what we have now whereas millennials we i mean even from probably like early high school we were watching we were able to stream pornography right. and news and and beheadings and all see all of that kind of stuff not as, right, as early right, as right. z but we had that and i think that we're we're i mean quite socially we were, we were, conscious we were, we were the tumblr generation you know i mean yeah okay but at the same time i think that we kind of had a bit of both we did have a bit of both and i, I think the time the time period makes Why a are difference we such man children though we, that's what I'm, that's how I was um, trying, because just from what you said, I was like, we're, we're, I'm not going to say we're as socially conscious as Gen Z, but we are historically very, very much more socially conscious than previous generations. I think it's because I don't of the know time why internet we're... hit our lives. So pretty much impact, uh, Gen X and Gen Z were around the same time internet kicked in, but where were we in our 
development when it happened. So we already had that lovely, um, uh, I'd say, early early formative years of the same as Gen um, Gen X would have had, right? But okay. when it comes to our teen years, where a lot of our really important ideas are forming, that's when we were exposed to the internet. So we had a very different mixture. So we had that freedom of you know being up outside and maybe playing a video game or two or something um, of our, our let's say, before 12, you know, mm-hmm. 12-ish, you know, before we're exposed to real access of to the internet. And then we, um, you know, like Gen X, we, we got the same access, but they got it when they were already had their ideas, I would say, mostly formed. You know, well, they had their concepts mostly formed. And our forming time was when the internet was kind of kicking off. And so but why is that Gen keeping Z, us in our parents' ho- houses and keeping us from participating in some of the things that have been traditional of adulthood in the past? Sorry? Why is that keeping us from participating in some of the things that have been traditional of adulthood in the past, right? So the, the stereotype is because millennials live in their that. parents' homes. They, you know, they like uh, childlike things, so on and so forth, well into their, well into their 30s. I think maybe because when, we when we were developing our ideas on what life was supposed to be, um, we had access to information that told us, wait, it doesn't actually have to be this way. Whereas mm. the generation before us had a very like um, sound understanding of what you were supposed to do. You know, mm. you grow up, you go to university, you get a good job. doesn't need to be the job of your dreams, but it has to be a good, solid job. Then you do this. Then you marry your, your college sweetheart. You know, it, it was kind of more the idea of what you were supposed to be or what the, the goal was, was um, a lot more structured. Whereas when we had our internet um, exposure around the time we were trying to figure out who we were and what we wanted, it's like, well, actually, all these opportunities are available for you. And you don't have to live in this 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 structure. You can be as silly as you want to be. You can watch anime. You can access anime up until this time, that time. Or you can have access to everything and nothing is a limit. Mm. And that's when we've become so, I think we've come to a point where we're like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I don't yeah. need to be. And if what I you have the option, every, I, yeah, I think if if, if a if person has the option, option they'll be a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think that what happens is that gen men Z's will play video along. games rather than you know busting their asses to provide for a yeah. family. Why why do why bother doing that? You can be yeah. a grown ass woman go to Disneyland because why not? Like that's why if, not? if I'm free to choose that, absolutely. Yeah, I can eat. I like a lot of our memes are like growing up is realizing that you can eat whatever the f you want and no one's gonna stop you. I can eat as much cake as I want and no one's gonna say shit. Every like, generation sees that though. Yeah, you know I mean, every generation gets fat because they're like, I oh fuck, that, no one's telling me what to eat anymore. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's a good point. But Gen Z, I think they kind of grew up when the world, the clouds were a bit gray, you know. And I think there's also a lot of pressure on them to grow up early because why of, is that? Um, they're exposed to a lot more adult content a lot earlier. And so they build their figures or their understandings or self-views based on people that are a lot older than them. Um, they didn't have to stay into Mario and Nintendo. Like, they went straight to Sega. Like, they weren't out here, you know, playing little games for too long. They Dude. had... Okay, because I, I got into this argument with somebody on TikTok who I'm pretty sure was a, was, uh, a younger person. And... We were talking about the fact that, so, you know, you know, and maybe we'll probably throw this clip in here, but the, that Justin Bieber has this little controversy when he was like 14 or so, he, he, he tossed the, the, the N word around a, a little bit, right? One less lonely nigga, <laughs> one less lonely nigga, if I kill you, I'll be part of the KKK, then there'll be one less lonely nigga, there'll be one less lonely nigga, right. Some, you know... Uh, but that was that's been done yeah but it got brought up uh with respect to black lives matter that 
my opinion is he was 14. I remember 14. He and I are, he's a little bit younger, but a similar age. So we grew up in a, in a, a similar social context. And at that age, right. there's a certain level of pressures and access to information for a person of that age. And so I'm like, I'm more than willing to forgive that shit. More than right. willing to let some shit like that right, slide right. And, and let a person grow past. They were 14. That's too young. To, it's too young to fuck. It's, it means it's too young for you to judge for your, your moral and political stances. Mm-hmm. Seriously. And so at the same time, people were saying, well, no, it's not anything to do with age. He's a racist because a 14 year old should know better because 14 year olds now they're out there at the protest doing this and that. And I'm like, well, look, first of all, different. First of all, it's different. different. It's a different generation, which means that they have different uh, roles and expectations and knowledge. But also it's a different social context. If you put Justin Bieber in this social climate at 14, he would behave Mm -hmm. differently. Right. Just like there were I, there were 14 year old boys back in the fucking 60s who were, you know, context, like when when I remember Trayvon Martin happened, that was what, 2011, 2012. Yeah. About a decade ago, I suppose. That was, yeah. that was um, a weird time because although um, racism still was alive and real, I think a lot of us and I mean a lot of us and I mean literally our generation specifically, I don't mean the older generations, um, we were at a time where it was kind of like uh, Clinton's run. You know what I mean? Like we had a nice, mm. nice, uh, balanced time where we thought that everything was okay. And I, I, I can really echo that. We thought everything, there was like a lot of people having conversations about like, I don't care if white people say the N word, so what? Racism's dead. That was like, there's black people saying this shit. And it's not like, oh, because I've got lots of white friends. It was just like, I never they, said that They're shit, not fucking way. my life um, up, so it's fine. Yeah, Basically. it's like I, I, I never experienced racism. I don't experience racism. I that was my parents' generation. I'm cool. This is cool. We're all listening to the same music. These people are nice to me. Like it was a completely different time where we kind of had a sense of complete ignorance um towards how deep the racial um roots grew. That is true. Um, yeah. We knew of it as something as older, but we didn't think it affected us because it wasn't in our faces the same way that these kids have grown up having Trayvon, having um uh Philando Castile, I can't say his yeah, name, all, all of the, having yeah Oscar Grant, yeah much, all of that. Having Elijah, having uh George Floyd, having all these people in your face where it's like this racism stuff is so raw and real and it's traumatizing, not just to black people, to young people growing up and saying, whoa, 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 what's going on here? I just saw a person. Exactly. Get murdered, so you have nothing. a context that like, yo, maybe singing context. one less lonely nigger is not, is, is not just a fun little edgy joke, you know, South Mm-mm. Park humor. It's like, no, this is in a context of like people are actively being murdered right now and feel right. really, really and badly about this. So when he I was he's saying that shit, around. it's not the same context as this. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that when Bieber did, I'm not saying that it's okay for him to have said it because I think we don't. Honestly, that 14, definitely like four, 14, 14, I remember 14, we were saying this wild shit. And you learn, yep, I mean, you yep. learn, like that's the, everybody's, anybody who is young across time, let, let me not even say young, everybody across time <laughs> learns that their behaviors are not good or need to be right. changed based on social sanction. You don't know what the fuck is right or wrong in a particular context until you bump and up against something when, and you go, oh, when people, I'm not supposed to say that. That's not socially acceptable. That hurts people's feelings. That's harmful. It's also, um, yeah, it's that, that, that social sensitivity doesn't really, isn't that developed back then? I mean, when you do your most intense bullying, I myself um, have done my most intense 
bullying. Um, not to say I was a bully forever, but I definitely dabbled in but that. A little, a little bit. A bit you was doing some mean girl shit. I was a bit of a bitch. Okay. I was a bit yeah. of a bitch. You okay. Know? Tiny um, bitch. In gotcha. my 14, 15, I, I terrorized some people. And that's terrible. You know what I mean? Like, shit. Like, you see it on TV. Like, oh, I want to apologize. And I'm like, man, like, oh, fuck. I, I think you should still apologize, but I think that Whoa. you should be forgiven. I mean, like, like I yeah, think it, Justin or anybody like that who does some fucked up shit, they should still apologize. Of course, but you but apologize once and then you go, that was a learning experience. In our early teens. I think in our early teens, we do a lot of heartless shit things. And that's where the kids can be cool comes from because yeah, we don't have that course. social understanding or the cause and effect of what we do. We just see it as like, huh, whatever. F off, I'm the shit, I say what I want, I do what I want, who are you? Like, we don't have that kind of ability to grasp. And I'm not saying it's, it's no one has that ability to grasp. I think a lot of kids don't have it. Um, some people are a lot more emotionally mature at younger ages. And, you know, these guys are probably like the pillars of our society today. But um, I think people like Biba, it's like, man, he was just being a stupid kid. That's it. Well, yeah, we had so many anti-Semitic rape mm. jokes murder jokes dead baby jokes racial jokes about asian pe every motherfucking thing like mm -hmm. the carlos mencia and fucking dane cook oh, shows and all that it right. was just awful south park it was just yeah wildness now part of that is like I, I maybe would argue that some of that should probably be okay but and, and that would maybe i might argue maybe that in some areas we, we're definitely way hmm, i'm not gonna say too sensitive but um uh, we, we don't, i think it's for the best yeah, I'm 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 unsure because I do think in I do think in some ways we are maybe robbing ourselves of, of, of some styles of humor that are useful if they're or not useful that are fun if they're done in the right social context. I think that we're 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 losing uh, I so think, we're losing um, some we're losing something of, of value. It's a very Andrew Schultzy type argument. Just say I'm it. racist. Reaction like I I I have reactional racism. Who what are you who are you racist to though? This Puerto Rican kid that sold me fake Nets tickets on Sunday? Maybe. Oh, and, I, and I will say, uh, Andrew Schultz drives that home way too much because that motherfucker really thinks butter. that... It's his bread and butter. It's yeah, and, and, butter. and he, get, he like, gets annoying as shit because, he, like, for him, I think his whole concept of comedy is that in order for it... Not, not things can be funny if they're fucked up. Instead, it's almost like in order for a thing to be funny, it must be fucked up. And it's yeah, like, yeah, it's like I've seen him do jokes where it's like he just said a fucked up thing and it's not funny. And it, he said it himself that he wants to make people laugh at things they're not supposed to laugh at. So his whole concept I is, mean, how can I get you to laugh at a fucked up thing. idea? That's Which his is fair. Own thing. I mean, he's a white guy in America, so like, okay. Cool, but see, I'm not. Know, gonna, I, I think I think he's at the extreme end of that, and I think that his his platform is he's causing. Irish. The, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and yeah, Irish, he, Irish mother, Irish motherfuckers are the they they'll rationalize anything. Did you did you know that the Irish were enslaved too? We don't we didn't complain. I came here from the bottom, and now it's shut. The kid. I can say whatever I want. I okay, lucky Charles, fuck off. Because I came as an invention, whatever. Mm. Um, but my point is, um, I don't think I don't think that um we need to have those parts in out like. No, I, I think, think we because because when I think about the funniest comedians, when I think of the Cat Williams and social commentary. And the um and the Eddie Murphys and shit like that of the world, some of that comedy is so fucking gut wrenchingly hilarious. I think that it is worth continuing elements of that. That you can but that I you can you can put forward things racist. as absurdity. But I don't think that they had racist jokes. I think they, that they, oh, had yeah, no, they, they didn't necessarily have racist jokes because they're black comedians, but they did absolutely have homophobic jokes, hella misogynistic okay. jokes. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, you can yeah. it's not just race, like 
Cat, Cat Williams, Patrice O'Neal, Eddie Murphy, Red Fox, um, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac straight up has has jokes where he's literally just the punchline is, and then I rape my wife. And it's not. And and I would say that what? some of those jokes are dangerous I, I, okay. because yeah, oh, for real. My 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 stance on 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 jokes though is. I do think that we are maybe losing something to sensitivity and I understand why we are, but I think it's, I think that there's that, that those really deep laughs can come from, from things like that. I think we just need to learn to acknowledge absurdity, but also the thing that makes a, for me, that makes a joke uh, bad or not bad is not what it's saying, but what the subtext is of it. So if you make a joke about slavery I'm not mad at that because the joke is about slavery. I'm mad or unmad based on what are you implying about the world, right? Like what, because mm-hmm. every, every, you know, they say every joke has a bit of truth to it. When you, when you say a joke, in order for the joke to work, you're implying X, Y, and Z is real about the world. So every time you have a joke that's like, you know, women do this and men do this. Even if the joke is exaggerated to the extreme, you're still implying Here's some fundamental differences between the genders. And I and jokes aside, I do think that this is true. And I am implying something about my political view. Every joke is that. And so Mm -hmm. if the underlying political view is like, okay, I can agree with that. You just made it you made it into something absurd, then that's fair enough. Like some of those Louis C.K. jokes that that he does does are fucking hilarious, where he's just like he'll make a joke that is actually pointing out racism, but it's through some fucked up shit. You know what I mean? Or when, when somebody makes a joke about police brutality and they're like, yeah, you, you, you're, you're, you're treating me like a black person who's being uh, harassed by a police officer. That's a funny joke. It's about a fucked up topic, but it's actually acknowledging an issue. So I'm fine with that. I don't know. I think um, how it's handled is very important, but I don't think it's, it's, it, it's integral to the comedy, the comedian, the comedic art. Maybe if that's your, <laughs> That's well, what, your uh, your thing. Cool, fair enough. That's like like Andrew Schultz, for example. That's his. Thing. I don't. I don't, think, I don't think. I don't think he's. Yeah. Stuff. I think Schultz he, is, he is a good podcaster. He's not a great stand-up comedian. He's no. His whole thing is trying to say things that are um. Uh, for shock factor, he likes shock factor, and he likes to say things that people don't. Um, he doesn't believe. I don't think he believes half. The no, shit he I says. think I think a lot of it because I, I I've I've listened to I several mean, of his podcasts, does. and some of it is yeah. like, I, I'm like. Yo, this isn't even funny. Like you just kind of hate women a little bit, bro. Like this is mm-hmm. this is this is and, and maybe it's overcorrection. Maybe it's like I think sometimes when someone tells you you can't do something, you kind of want to go, "Well, no, I can. I, I I get to decide if I do or don't." But sometimes it's like this is a little bit extreme. Like you're just you're just you're just Personally, leaning into it. I think that um you do have a good scope for noticing when people are doing effed up stuff. Um and that doesn't actually translate to a lot of other people i mean men particularly i mean um and i have had conversations with men that i found really frustrating because we've had previous conversations where it was a no-brainer it was like well this is wrong and you're like yeah absolutely you can see how it's wrong here here and there so i think that when you're watching certain things and you say that's actually a bit effed up you're probably on the right track um and a lot of other people tend to really uh push forward their points of view that are really outdated and effed up. So I think that, no, I don't think you're overcorrecting. I don't think you're over being oversensitive. I think he does say fucked up things. And I, for that reason, I, I, sometimes I cringe when that guy fucking speaks. Okay, so but- like, you're not funny. You're not pushing forward an idea that's anywhere close to good enough. Mm. You know, um, he's kind of like, I mean, he brings up points, what makes him sound credible. Um, 
but at the same time, it's messed up that he's doing the things that he. I, I don't. I just can't. I can't do. I can't. See, that's what's wrong with y'all. We ain't talking about y'all. We talking about dicks over here yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Why, why would you even jump into this conversation? Real talk, we man. We a nice gay moment, and here you come wanting to add some goddamn women to the mix. This dick talk, get the pussy talk. Dick talk, dick talk. Exactly. Let's go. Exactly. Let's go. Let's go. Come on now. Fuck out of here. So, so now we've gotten into the Andrew Schultz hate segment of the podcast, which I'm, I'm here I, for. I never liked that, man. I cannot deal I, with that I mean, guy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a um, fan. I'm, I'm I, I'm am uh, what do you call it ambivalent in some ways. I'm a fan in some like I like his him him on him against Charlemagne is a very good energy. Him by himself it gets a little bit That's dark, and uh, him as a stand up artist by himself it's like it's 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 all he's not you I know think, hilarious. I think it's okay. Can keep keeps him. He keeps him. He balances him. He balances him absolutely. He, he, he fucking spirals oh, otherwise. Out. What are you doing? You know. And I think Charlemagne's just as shifty because you know it's how to edge him on. They they do have a good dynamic. I don't listen to them anymore um, because I got way too way too over Charlemagne and Andrew's shit. It's just like if I have to hear Charlemagne talk about how many times he cheated on his wife or ah, uh, um, you know, it's a little bit funny. Say, it's a little bit it's, funny. Eh, it's just like all just talking about how you know he used to say rapey shit or he could possibly. Rape that, his is wife and, that is very true. That is very true. You know what though? I will say I will like, say in 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 defense of his his comment about the wife rape thing. I think that there is there is some Kieran is shaking his head like don't fucking do that don't don't make a defense of a, of a that is that is a bad sentence. I understand what oh, fair he's enough. saying. He's, he's, he's talking about I had this, drunk sex you know? with my wife and right, that that, right. that is a great line and that is true. And we all agree that that's that that's I great. Get, I get where he's coming from, but he kind of does. I I don't see it as a genuine understanding or a genuine remorse. What I do see him doing it's a, it's is flippant. over retrospectively saying sorry for things before anyone else gets him because he used to say the wildest shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So he used to say the most fucked up shit. So the best way to curve being canceled is to cancel your old shit. But he's you been know? he's so, been getting canceled, though. The whole, well, I'm pretty sure if he never said this shit, it would have been surprising. No one's surprised. Everyone knows what Charlemagne said, and he's, we all know he's also talked against it. I, I denounced this. I was wrong. It, but I mean, isn't it? I mean, but then what is he supposed to do? Is it not fair to say, or you, you think I it's not it, genuine? Like, or because what's he supposed to do? Just keep I, saying I, fucked I up shit? Or he, I don't know if he is genuine. I think that it's just a really smart move for his career to constantly be talking about these things to pretty much watch his ass. Well, yeah, everybody's going to do that. Like, there's no way to. Yeah, like, I mean, what, that, I my, mean, my question is, what should he do? Like, what would be good enough for you? Because as soon as you say, like, if you, you have no answer to that question, then. It doesn't matter. You're just saying he's fucked, and there's no way he can fix it. No, I'm saying that I'm saying that I understand like apologizing for things in the past before people come at you, but you can't. From what I remember, when I was listening to him, and like I stopped listening to them for a while, Um, but it's like at at a certain point, that's all they talked about, and I was like, this is too much. All they talk about is there is is how much they've changed or something. Yeah, but Schultz hasn't changed though. Schultz has, has not. Schultz has not. Schultz wants he's, to push forward yeah. that he doesn't have to change, and not everything's yeah. bad. He's he going. He's going he, forward only. He, he hasn't. Yeah. And to me, I'm just like, ugh, I just, I can't deal with that shit. I can't. I can't. I will I think say that though, entertainment doesn't have to be fucked up. Like with with the race thing, like especially with Black Lives Matter, I've watched him do um, interviews and shit like that, and or not interviews, but he does this little like a talk show thing that he's trying to build, and it's very pandering. And I and his whole thing is not to pander, but he is very like he'll he'll spend a lot of time supporting the Black Lives Matter movement or making fun of the all right and, and things like that. Switching. And then and, and switch just a little bit. But the thing is, he understands that black straight men are his bread and butter. 
Like they are, mm-hmm. they are a big, big part of his audience. And so if he, if he steps too far into that questioning of the, the liberal agenda to the point where he no longer agrees you with. You talk about the statues, right? You know what I mean? The whole thing. Did you see him have that conversation about the statues? What did he say? No, oh, no, I don't remember. man, from the top of my head, um, I'm terrible at this. So he did a thing about pulling down the statues and why it's pointless and why we need to pretty much kind of like what you do when you leak into the cracks. So it's like, why should we pull down these statues? Why don't we just, you know, if we pull down these statues, we're going to have to pull down every single thing that people have done. I mean, it's a part of history. Pretty much that was his main thing was this is a part of history and history is always great. And we can't pull down every single thing that represents something bad. But we can pull down some. I I agree with that thinking, but I think the line of a statue commemorating a war criminal, a murderous human being is probably fair game. I agree. At some point, you can't tear the whole society down. I think that the but, whole like you don't get rid of Volkswagen, but Germans do yeah. not have swastikas or statues of of any German officials from that regime exactly. at all. The Volkswagen exactly. is still there. The Autobahn is still there. Right? They didn't mm-hmm. tear those down, but they did tear everything that that honored those people, everything that was named after them. So mm-hmm. yeah, statues is well within that. Completely. So I think statues. Like, I think the conversation or the purpose of the conversation is just disgusting. I think it's fucked. Um, I think it's effed. Um, because it's like, well, we literally live, we're in a time where people are saying these things are bad. And if you look at other societies, the German society, for example, that's a huge example. There aren't statues of Hitler running around and his officials or Mussolini or other people who committed these disgusting acts of violence against people. You know, like if we can, if we try to even consider how many people were murdered um, in 400 years. Um, I, I, I don't even know. I don't even know how many people would have been murdered, uh, how many people would have been lynched, raped. Like there's, there's the amount of people who would have been affected by multiple, not just like one or two main leaders, but like a whole country and what they've done. And then having these people like glorified in a statue, I can't even think of a number of people that have been affected by this ideology that people used to have. And what I'm saying is that it makes sense that Germany was able to remove these statues or not erect statues. I'm not sure if they even had them, but to make sure that these official images of these monsters have been taken are not down. On, are not honored. You, you continue exactly, to take, because the history and argument we, is dumb. It's not, it's not like no one learns history dumb. from a statue. You know, right. you, you, you don't, you don't need it. a statue of every murderous person. You don't need a statue of fucking R Kelly to know you can write that I mean, down. There's a, a Wikipedia article. A guy, um, because we can talk about medical racism, we had a statue of the father of gynecology. He would, we know, I think a lot of people know this story about how the father of gynecology, I forgot his name, there's a picture of him outside this huge, uh, John um, F. I think, Gino, hospital I or school. And <laughs> this guy would operate on, on black women. On black women who were completely conscious, aware, yeah. and unsed- unsedated, unstated. And that's effed up. You know what I mean? And to kind of have, that's a, that's a whole serial killer you know what that, I mean? oh like that's that yeah that's that's doctor what's his name doctor mangala to shit you know what i mean like that's concentration camp uh that's operating jack on the other ripper. people that's yeah. jack the ripper like this is this is like a whole thing where it's like my point is the nazi movement killed a certain amount of people right millions was it like six million um jewish people plus four i think it was like 11 million jewish people and then six million other types of people oh it was like 20 go. million people so you've got a Millions. So if you can think about that happening in a small stretch of time, which was like a mass murder, right? Mass just genocide. 
Um, and then you compare that to 400 years of multiple people taking as much liberation, a liberty over who they can kill, rape, whatever. We can't even, like, I can't even fathom how many people have been affected by these people that have been immortalized um, by these statues. So it's like every single statue is like a, an, like a, what's the word? It's it's a reminder of. That we used to honor this or that this was, this, that we, this is that, something that, we valued. That, yeah, that, exactly. That's something that we value. And it's just like a whole murderous movement. And I don't think slavery can ever be seen as something that just kind of happened. It was like a whole, it was a mass movement for like just kidnap, rape of children, of women. It's, it's I can't even, my brain can't even express like how crazy it is to me that people have been able to commit this kind of atrocities against a certain people over 400 years, erect statues to honor them. And we can't see the gravity of what they mean. You know, like you can't make a video up and say, well, if we get rid of these, what's the big deal? We're going to still have these. Like, how can you even bring yourself to make a video? I, I have no respect for him whatsoever. I think that it's so, just. In conclusion, fucked. Andrew Schultz is a white supremacist and fuck him. Is that, is that what we're going with? He's a piece of shit. Fuck him. Damn, I like all right. Well, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you then. I think I, we can. I don't like him, no. We can actually honestly end on that note because I'm hoping if we uh, say fuck Andrew Schultz, you know, enough times, he'll want to come on the podcast and we can get famous. So, yo, Andrew, uh, come holler at us, you fucking racist motherfucker. He's fuck. Yeah, say um, some say some more fuck shit to him so we can get some sound clips. What, what, do, you, what do you, okay, so Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, if you're yeah. listening to this, if you're one of the three people listening to this podcast, Jay has some choice words for you and go for it, Jay slay black queen you look like the more drug addicted version of jeezy jeezy that's that's how i see it you go like the off version oh of god yeah. damn facts she said you look like jeezy straight out of rehab god damn no 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 no. before rehab and jeezy needs rehab so. you haven't even gotten help yet schultz that's how bad you look you haven't even gone <laughs> to take <laughs> care of yourself <laughs> this is not like cutting you know what i mean you don't take care of yourself. You don't like rights. I Plus thought that was are. a pretty good insult. Was it? No, I think I could do better if I had a couple of bit of bit of whiskey in me. You got a tiny penis, um, Andrew Schultz. How's that? For sure, he does look like he does have that. Your nose is bigger than your penis. Is that? How's that? Yeah. Wow. I think that's a good insult. Fucking ding, ding, ding. Hey, Help me out here. Right. Oh, shit, this is your battle. I don't yeah. pretend. I don't hate the guy. I just said I hate the guy. I said I think it's a piece of fuck. I think it's a piece of shit. He's like he's a he's a. He's a fucking pusswad. I hate him. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. Pussy hole. Yeah. No, 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 no. Wad. Oh, okay. Like, you are the excretion that comes out of a woman's vagina. You're not even good enough to stay inside. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, look, it, it, uh, 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 on that note, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast. Uh, thanks, Andrew. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon, I suppose. And, uh, you know, we'll see you guys on the flip side. And, uh, you know, don't, do it, don't wave any red flags. Watch out for red flags. All that kind of stuff. Uh, okay, bye, everybody. Goodbye. It's a red flag. Oh my god, I can't believe. No, I can't wait to become a single mother. <laughs> How? <laughs> I, hey, look, I can't wait either. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to have have my my little king who I take to uh, basketball practice and introduce to a new man every week. Yeah. I can't, yeah. Wait, for, I can't okay. wait for it. I can't wait for it.
that's cool. I'm going to go attend to my kid now. Go, Yeah, please go take <laughs> care of your child. I'm, he's been quiet for too long. He's probably dead. Um, he's programming. He's programming. Okay, cool. <laughs>